Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 The K, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream, episode 114. Why Jay messes with his camera. We're going to get into this. Uh, This was Jay's pick this week. It was the documentary about Triumph, which came out in 2021, um, but basically told the story about a band from Canada who literally was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And And then finally, we're done. Disappeared. We're going to take a break. Yeah. Um, You are probably familiar with Triumph because we play late on the line, uh, fight the good fight. Uh, Sometimes we play Magic Power. Yeah. Um, those were their three big, big records, but they were a huge band in Canada, akin to Rush. I mean, you would almost say that in a, a certain terms, they were very similar to the way Rush was because they were a trio, a power trio. But when I uh, when I describe the two bands, of course, they're different. Yeah. But Triumph is kind of like the way Rush started out. You know, with at least the first, like the self-titled then Fly By Night, where they were really, really power trio, really rock driven. Then, of course, the synth stuff would come in. They'd get a lot more progressive in the 80s. Hold on to that rock stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Tending a high, high singing vocalist. Very high a singing vocalist. Sound. Yeah. Like Eddie was. Uh, like, again, they their musicianship, the drummer, the bass player, guitar player, just incredible guys. Um, but this was uh of course we both had to pay for it um which again i knew a lot about this band already i knew nothing um, so i so was going amazed. In, that, that's great that's great um so i you, was looking forward to this documentary because i i knew really nothing about them and i i wanted another story and then of course who do i see first and foremost the very first shot who is it sebastian buck i was, so, oh, I was yes. gonna say that too i, I was like, in man jay jay Movie I try starts to give, sebastian buck. i try to give jay life advice all the time about certain things he doesn't listen to me he doesn't listen to anyone he listens to two people when it comes to life advice two people right vince neal <laughs> Sebastian Bach. Dude, Those two I dudes. always sing in you standard. You want to put this record on and get ripped? Yeah, oh my God, Triumph is the best. Oh, man, he gets so pumped about Triumph. But man. that's a really good thing that I wanted to talk about because this is a great example of bands that, you know, musicians and really hardcore fans will, like, live and die by. Um, a good example would be, for me, would be Helmet. No, no, I mean, there are guys out there that love Helmet, but, like, guys that really love Helmet really love helmet and it mainly comes like with triumph they're either musicians or they're hardcore people like me and it's a real finite group of people triumph kind of had that same thing after the fact that they got super popular i guess yeah it seemed like they had some really diehard super fans um but I, it was just amazing that they were on top of the world and then they just walked away not, not, not for any reason other than just well, away, really. you you kind of get that in this documentary, money or yeah, whatever. You but get it, you get this in the documentary, uh, and we we'll, we can talk about that next. Dark side of the stream continues on one hundred four point seven. The cave, one hundred four point seven. The cave. Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio. Dark side of the stream, episode one fourteen, discussing. Triumph. Triumph Rock and Roll Machine Rock and Roll Machine which we had to buy which I think was like 3 bucks which yeah, was definitely bucks, worth it. Man, worth it was it. worth it it was a well put together documentary because you got to kind of see you got closure because again if you follow Triumph like you know late mid to late 70s through the early 80s when they were at their peak they just disappear everyone talks about man when you play Magic Power fight the good fight the songs are just so badass yeah. they are badass but as we mentioned, at the height, they just walked away. They were just like, Incredible. we're done. Well, what I also liked is that 
they were big on the show aspect of it, making their own pyro, making their own lights, wanted it bigger. But I, I love that in a band. And they, they were self-sufficient. Kiss. Yeah. yeah. And they wanted to have a really good show. And they, there was a quote, and I know that you're going to, because I, I agree with this 110%. They mentioned Motley Crue, you know, they mentioned bands like Poison, all these bands that they were competing with at the time. And they said in an era where all the dirt bags, <clears throat> Motley Crue were popular, you have a band like Triumph who were just good guys doing the same thing, but they were cool dudes. Dudes out there with a the hockey jersey on, playing bass with a hockey and a stash. They were man. philanthropists, man. <laughs> they, they, they literally donated hundreds of thousands of dollars in Canada throughout the 80s to like Maple Leaf Gardens. I think at one point they donated almost $200,000 to them. They, they literally would, they would sell sign guitars. They would just raise money for charities, kids with cancer, Barrett house, AIDS hospice, just, just good all chill over dudes, man. They were good dudes and it, just walked away. And, which is and, crazy. and that's what we're going to get to. So at the height, which I think it was like 87, 88 or something like that. Um, their lead guitarist, they played a show and he's like, I'm done. That's it. They were unhappy with how the business decisions were going. Of course, it came down to money. They started going separately in their artistic direction. And instead of just like saying, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's work let's this out. Let's figure this out. They're like, nah. Rich like, I'm out. Been there, done that. He's done. They didn't want to leave. And that's just the way it was for years, years. Like not until, what was it, like 2011 or something like that? They they, they got together and yeah. did a few things. They did a Rocklahoma show. They did a couple things. That was it. But this was cool because this documentary, they got a letter from fan club fans. It was like, hey, we all, you know, the fans were really, they have a really strong fan base, it sounds like. And they were like, well, let's just put on a show for these fans. Let's let's set up the warehouse, set up the old signs. Let's get the old lights on and, that and was invite one of the these coolest. fans. Amazing. Going cool. back to like them, uh, about them doing everything themselves when they went into the warehouse. Warehouse, all the homemade all that, stuff. All that stuff oh, was in there. Goodness. And that's crazy to me because you would think after all these years, like Throw someone would have said, hey, let's just like slowly you find like an eBay listing for a Triumph poster from 1979. And you're kind of like, hmm, I wonder where this is coming from. Yeah. Guys and like artists, especially now, like, like with limited records and stuff like an artist will get a couple of those and they'll sell them themselves on ebay years after the fact because they yeah. can make so much money off of them why yeah. wouldn't you yeah it's just sitting there why make uh, some money snap off of it? bought a uh sweatshirt from the bass player of striper same way <laughs> off ebay because he was like i'm gonna make some money off this <laughs> nothing special it's just a striper well, sweatshirt <laughs> i don't want to go we can't talk about the uh, striper snap and that's like his favorite band it's it? his favorite of course band. it is when we opened up for uh, them he was <laughs> And he was beside himself. He still dreams about that day. All he right, wear, he well, wears striper socks every show. Really? Yeah, yeah, every show. He wears striper socks. Does he wash Good luck, after every show? Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, well, if you see Machine Gun Symphony and you smell something, that's definitely Snap. Snap socks. We'll discuss more about this Triumph documentary next Duck Side of the Stream on 104.7 McCabe. 104.7 McCabe, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream. Discussing Triumph Rock and Roll Machine, which tells the story about Triumph, but also about how the fact that they decided to get 300 super fans together to play one more show, or at least a couple songs for them. One little theater um, show. Real little tiny show. And then that same month, they were inducted into Canada's Walk of Fame. Um, when asked if they would perform again in the future, Rick says, I think we're going to try and do it 11 years or so. Oh, so hopefully uh, they do it again. Gosh, we'll see. Maybe man. this documentary kind of pushed them back well, into doing it. Well, you did it. hear also that uh, the, he had to duck some of the vocals. 
Yeah, he that's had drop, the other thing. Drops. That's, that's high stuff. It's Dude, hard to that, keep doing that high you, stuff. You so. can't. It, it, yeah, I don't care hard. who you are. Yeah, it gets hard. Father time comes. You, you you can't hit those notes. And that stuff is insanely high. Yeah. The register on some of those triumph songs are incredible. Now, something else that's interesting that not a lot of people might know, but it was the fact that a little rock and roll station in St. Louis, Missouri, KC95, would help them really get their first uh, hit in the United States with Hold On. That's how they got radio. Wow, man. Somebody that, that, mother and son team at KC decided to put it on and played it 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 and and got them basically known. And that's why you have all these old heads, especially in the St. Louis area that are just these massive triumph fans. What a trip. Because of KC 95. Isn't that nuts? That's a trip, man. I mean, that just blows my mind. Well, it was awesome too seeing the us festival. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were big. They were one of the big, big acts for that thing too. But flying in and that crowd and just that whole deal. We did a documentary uh, uh, podcast about that, um, what, a few months ago That's about all the acts and stuff yeah. and how it came and, you know, how it was just like a guy who made a lot of money on computers was like, I'm going to have a party. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what they did. A quarter million people. Yeah. And we'll pay the bands more than they've ever been yeah, paid. Yeah, and why they'll, not? they'll all show up. And they did. And it was pretty cool for the first few years until as things like that go, they're not making money and no one wants to foot the bill anymore. So we move on, but triumph. Yeah. Uh, big, the reason it really in the U S was their third album started getting spins from KC 95, which is pretty badass. And then of course, late on the line would get put out and they, that really came across uh, big time. Then they would have a bunch of uh, hits. Their biggest album, I think really allied forces, was probably the yeah. Biggest. It sounded like it's, in the in the '80s, the, yeah, the record label was trying to get them to go mainstream, polished, pretty boy but it worked. stuff. And it worked. They I did mean, write one I mean, hit, I guess, out uh, of that. But no, Magic Power and Fight the Good Fight, both on that record. I'm it, on the same one that they had the Allied, cheesy one, Allied the cheesy, forces. the cheesy. 80s no, that would one. be uh, that's that would later, be. Right? Uh, I think uh, that's what I'm talking about. Either Never Surrender or Thunder. Late Seven. '80s when yeah. they were like, "Look, we want you guys to or compete. could be stages. We want you guys to compete with Michael Jackson and all this stuff." That was probably Mind Games. I know you're talking about. Was, yeah, he yeah, talks yeah, about yeah, he's yeah. like, man, I just wrote started writing this cheesy song and they liked it or whatever. But but if you were to if you collect records and you were you're hearing us talk about Triumph and you're like, which which album should I start with? Allied Forces is probably the wow. one I would start with. Um, and then go probably backwards and then go forwards. Um, but yeah, it, that would be the record that I'd start with with Triumph. And again, this is kind of one of those things where it's like you look at a band and you you learn more about them in jay's case he had no idea yeah, until didn't Smash know the story at all this is the greatest band well because America. usually a band hangs it up when somebody dies yeah or yeah. somebody gets strung out on drugs yeah. these guys were at the top just no we're just we're done which is just to me is crazy you know but hey you know, you're not happy to, to each you his own, change your situation yeah, to each his own and yeah. sometimes um you know with people that's just the way out and, and it you know obviously the rest of the band was really really hurt by the fact yeah that he left. they and tried they got it. phil x for a little while Didn't and work. tried to do some stuff not yeah. the same just not, not the same. same i mean same. when three guys work together well i.e rush yeah. one of them's gone well it's like that's nirvana it. that's why there's no same. nirvana right same. now because and it's just it's not the same it's not the same it never will be yeah. uh we'll give it our uh i don't know what we're gonna try and rate this uh as next dark side of the stream 104.7 the cave 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio one more time. It is Dark Side of the Stream, episode 114. 
discussing Triumph Rock and Roll Machine. Now, how many uh, homemade uh, explosive devices would you give this documentary? <laughs> homemade stage pyro, yeah, do I give it? Yeah. I'm going to go four and a half. I think it was really good. Yeah, it was, solid it was four, good. for sure. It had a good storyline to it. It had a good feel-good message. Uh, and like, it was real informative. It was good. It was good for me. Maybe it's, I brought it to hire because I didn't know anything about them and I wanted to. So I'm glad you did. I'm glad you mm -hmm. learned it's good, yeah. that, who they were. Um, again, I'm glad someone who's so into Motley Crue can actually see that a band can be badass and be cool dudes at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a dirtbag. Yeah. You don't have to be racist. You don't have to be an abuser. You don't have to be a huge drug, drug addict. addict no. You can be a cool dude and still rock and still do things the way you want and still have footing. So you go. I, you know, I love that story when you see, when you, especially after doing this for so long and you see these stories of these guys and most of your heroes, once you find out are just rotten people. Um, there are some good ones out there that yeah, continue there to go. be good ones and uh, triumph. I definitely Rock feel, on, triumph falls into that category. All right. Next week, dark side of the stream, the documentary Pepsi. Where's my jet? And th this one hits close to home for Jay and I because Perfect. we give away stuff all the yeah, time. We give away stuff. Had we, you know, promised to give away a jet and we didn't have one for someone, we're definitely getting sued. Well, not only by the person, but also the FCC. We got to make sure we got some fine print in there, I guess. That's yes. what you learned on this documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you can. A lot of people remember the contest probably in yeah. the 90s or whatever. That contest, you know, save the Pepsi caps, you can get free stuff. And at the end, it was Harrier Jet, 7 million points or whatever. Well, this kid wanted that jet. It's unbelievable what people do just to, you know, yeah. it's like that whole thing of like, you work so hard to scam when it's just like, just go to work 40 hours a week, man. You work so hard to scam. <laughs> it's like, what, what are so you much brain power and uh, what, are goes into scamming? what are you, you know, but anyway, Pepsi, where's my jet? That reminds your, me. I got to go send that. Yeah, I mean, go check his eBay store. Uh, as always, you can uh, follow us on Facebook, YouTube. We post these every Thursday at nine. Watch us live. Or as a podcast on our 104.7 The Cave app. I'm Mike the Intern. This is Jay Stevens reminding you. We, we watch, watch documentaries, movies, so you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. It's Dark Side of the Stream. I'm 104.7 The Cave.